We like to drink beer, a lot of it. After a long night of drinking and talking crime and conspiracies, there's nothing that wakes us up and gets us ready to start the day better than just brew coffee. With a great selection of roast levels to choose from, you're guaranteed to find one that suits your style. Small batch roasted to highlight the unique features of each coffee bean, Just Brew Coffee caters to both casual and hardcore coffee drinkers alike. Since 2010, Just Brew Coffee has worked tirelessly to perfect the roasting process and technique, which has resulted in seriously delicious, always flavorful, and never bitter tasting coffee. If you're already drinking JBC, raise your mug. If you're not, raise your standards. Check them out in social media and remember, they roast, you just brew. Check out their new online store at youjustbrew.com and up your coffee game today. Use code NECRO15 to receive 15% off your order of two pounds or more. All right, so we finally have a topic that I know something about, at least a little bit about. Yeah. And I think this might have been my first request we've done yet on the show. I think so. Congratulations. Yeah. I'm very proud of this moment. This is big for me. You didn't even have to read the notes. I didn't even have to read the notes. I mean, I skimmed them. Don't get me wrong. I still appreciate all the work you put in and making these notes. But I, I knew this story pretty well. Dating back to uh, when I had first heard that American Horror Story was doing the ho- uh, hotel season. Right. And that this Elisa Lamb video was what ha- helped inspire it. So I, I jumped on YouTube, watched the Elisa Lamb video, and it's a pretty crazy story. It's creepy. It really sure. is. It's very creepy. Yeah. There's just so much unknown, it seems like. Right. Yeah. So tell us a little about Elisa Lamb. All right. So she was born... April 30th, 1991, and she disappeared on January 31st, 2013. She was a Canadian student at the University of British Columbia in Vancouver, but she was not registered in the beginning of 2013. She came to the U.S. to get away on like a getaway through California, just kind of a vacation. Right. From her social media posts, it looked like she was just trying to clear her mind and kind of figure out what she was doing in life. Not that uncommon, I think, for people of that age. Yeah, no. I think traveling alone is kind of uncommon, though. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I would Traveling to the big city by yourself when you're a 21-year-old girl. Yeah. Maybe not the greatest idea. And and especially in a different country where you're not familiar with things. A little dangerous. Yeah. So she used the, um, to travel, she used Amtrak and city buses. She had visited the San Diego Zoo and posted photos that she took to her social media accounts. And then on January 26th, she arrived in Los Angeles and I couldn't find out what she was doing for the two days before she checked into the Cecil Hotel, but she was somewhere. Hmm. Maybe that's part time. of the mystery of this story. Yeah. Hmm. And for context, the Hotel Cecil's down in Skid Row in downtown LA. Yeah, it's so. not the best of neighborhoods. Right. right. 
I still maintain that if I ever went to LA, I'd stay there for at least one night. You should. I would not. The updated Cecil Hotel. Yeah. What'd you say it's called now? The Stay on Main, I believe is what it's called. The kind of renovated and redid after, well, we'll get into all the shit that's happened at the, the Cecil Hotel. Yeah. So they, it has a background throughout history of just some dark stuff going on. Uh, supposedly Elizabeth Short, which is the, the victim of the Black Dahlia murder, is thought to have made her last stop at the Cecil. Which I, and that kind of sounds like it could be an urban legend. There's no yeah. proof. Well, I was of that, looking. It said there were eyewitness accounts of her drinking in the bar there. In the I was just going to days before she was murdered. If yeah. we thought they might have had a good hotel bar, I'm a sucker for hotel. I bet bars. they had a great hotel yeah. bar. No, I mean, they you probably pull, didn't. <laughs> you pull up, you probably bought forty ounce paps. Said <laughs> wow. Fun times have been had with 40-ounce paths. <laughs> <laughs> this woman named Goldie Osgood, her nickname was the Pigeon Lady of Perishing Square. Oh, yeah. I've seen Home Alone 2. <laughs> no. <laughs> the Pigeon Lady in Home Alone 2. <laughs> Lost in New York. I, I can't even say I've seen Home Alone 2. You've never seen that? Not well, two, I don't says think. the judging people who have not seen Indiana Jones and uh, any Die yeah. Hard or Friday the 13th. <laughs> Anyone out there who's seen Home Alone 2 is going to understand the pigeon lady. You should have done the reverse bit and done my bit on me. You could have got yeah. me. Yeah. We could have. I'm not a prankster, though. <laughs> I think my favorite part is when Marv touches, goes to turn on the faucets and they're hooked up till any <laughs> fucking turns into a skeleton. <laughs> Getting electrocuted. Right. I haven't seen that movie in years now. I want to watch it's it. good stuff. So supposedly this woman, or she was raped and murdered in her uh, in her room at the Cecil, and that went unsolved. And then serial killers Jack Unterwerger and Richard Ramirez both stayed at the Cecil for a brief time while they were active in killing. Richard Ramirez, friend of the show. Yeah. <laughs> Screen door intruder. <laughs> so it's got a pretty classy clientele in its, yeah. in its past. Yeah, and I was reading, there's a ton of suicides here, too. I was just going to say, like you had mentioned, that, that it's known for just a bunch of suicides. People yeah. jumping Jumpers, out of their windows. Right? Yeah. Yeah. There was one I was reading about where um, someone jumped out of the window and hit somebody on the street below and killed that person oh, with thanks. themselves. Appreciate it. I think that was too back like a long time ago. Now, hotel windows, you can't open those. You can't really bust those out. Oh, really? You know, I, I'm pretty sure they have it so that you can't do that anymore. This must have all been before you know those renovations yeah. started occurring. I think... At least the window jumpers. I don't know if yeah. people blowing their heads off or you know anything else. Right. They doing. I think American Horror Story did a little like a bit on that. Had somebody jump out the window and land on someone. I can't remember the whole season. Oh, that sounds familiar. That yeah. was. The, did you watch that one? The one it had some it was, of it, it was with the Lady, Lady Gaga, Gaga one. right? Yeah, that's why yeah. I she watched was fantastic. It. Yeah. yeah, it got old though. I it never seemed to go anywhere. I never finished an American Horror Story season except for season one. Sometimes I get bored tough to get through. There's just so much stuff that they put in that like. You miss like three minutes of an episode and you're behind the rest of the season. Yeah. Yeah. It, it becomes a lot. So when Elisa checked in, she was initially given given a shared room with other guests on the fifth floor, which I would have been like, nah, I'm good. So it's like a hostel and you yeah. shared rooms with people? It's like hostel style. Mm-hmm. That's, I didn't know that. Sounds awful. I would be like, nah, I'm, <laughs> I'm yeah. going somewhere else. I'll go to the Hilton. Right. Um, after two days, she was moved to a different room after complaints from the, the roommates there. It was described as certain odd behavior, but that quotes from a lawyer from the Cecil. So Do these people, no, these people that she stayed with never came out and said anything. But the quote "certain odd behavior" is from the lawyer for yeah. the Cecil during the lawsuit, which could mean anything. Yeah, and I've seen Maybe theories. She snored. Yeah, I she's mean, Canadian. They're all a little odd. They're <laughs> nice human beings up there. 
these Americans didn't know how to react to someone being polite and thoughtful and kind. Right. Well, I saw, too, there was theories that maybe they just wanted to get her out of there. Like, they wanted the room to themselves. Because it sounded like it was a group that all knew each other, and then they threw her into the situation. more uncomfortable for her. Yeah, exactly. So, Elisa had been diagnosed with bipolar disorder, and she was prescribed four medications. Um, well, Butrin, which is an antidepressant. Effexor, which is another antidepressant. Lamictal, which is a mood stabilizer. And Seroquel, which is an an antipsychotic. Is that a lot? Or is that pretty much that standard? That sounds kind of heavy. Standard. standard. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, that's pretty standard. According to her family, it was supposedly kept a secret and she had never tried to commit suicide before, but then there was reports out there that she had gone missing for a brief period of time, hmm. which that kind of prior to her doing these travels and stuff. Right, yeah. In mid-2010, she started a blog named The Ether Fields on Blogspot. And over the next two years, she posted pictures of fashion models and typical stuff that a girl her age would post. But then she posted a lot about her struggles with bipolar disorder. In a January 2012 blog post, she posted that she had a relapse with her disorder that resulted in her dropping several of her classes. So it sounds like whatever happened with with her being bipolar is why she wasn't registered in the beginning of 2013. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. She titled that post. You're always haunted by the idea that you're wasting your life and a little, a little depressive, a little bit. And then after using Blogspot for two years, she, she switched over to Tumblr where the stuff she posted was basically the same. What is ether fields? What does that mean? Any idea? Um, no, Yeah. Yeah, I have no idea. Sounds like a cool name. Yeah. But we'll get back into her Tumblr later on because that all kind of ties in a little bit. So she called her parents back in British Columbia every day while she was traveling. And on January 31st, she was supposed to check in or check out from the Cecil and leave for Santa Cruz. And since her family did not hear from her that day, they contacted the Los Angeles police and flew to L.A. to search for her. Like the very next day? It sounded like it, yeah. Yeah, pretty quick. The hotel staff that saw her that day said she was alone. And there's this woman named Katie Orphan, who was a manager of a nearby bookstore, who was the only person outside of the Cecil who actually recalled seeing her that day. And she said, this is a quote from her, said she was very outgoing, very lively, and very friendly. And she was looking for gifts to take home to her family. Hmm. So she didn't seem to be problematic, at least at that point. No, unless she was... And this was this was the day January thirty first, the day she allegedly went missing. Yeah, unless she was manic and was real talkative yeah. and super hyper and hmm. you know full of energy. Yeah, I mean, someone outside wouldn't know. They right, would just they were just a friendly person. Right. The police searched the Cecil as much as they could at the time. They searched her room and had dogs go through the building, including the rooftop, but they didn't pick up her scent. They couldn't search every room because they didn't have probable cause that anything happened sure. there. Just she could have just left. Yeah. So on February sixth, the LAPD made a made the case more public and asked for any help finding Elisa and they distributed flyers around town and online. Which I don't know. It sounded like that was a little long to post online Almost about a her. week. Yeah. To just even to throw something up online. I don't know. That's you, just mean, me. You, you think they waited too long to post something? A week to... Well, because it's not even considered, what, missing persons for like three days. You always right? see that on TV. I don't know. Is that true? I always thought so. I don't know. I guess she's an adult. She's an adult at that time. Right. Yeah. 
because yeah, kids no. are Plus, different. It's a different state. Who knows what the laws are? It's L.A. It's no man's land. Yeah, Probably causes cancer to report it too early. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so they waited till uh, on February 15th with no sign of her being found. They released a surveillance video of her last known sighting. And the video is from one of the elevators in the Cecil. And it was recorded on February 1st. Uh, Which the, was the day after she would have been checked out. Right. It's right. A, it seemed like it maybe it was in the middle of the night. Yeah, that's odd. The video, I mean, we all know, it went viral. and uh, That's was, the reason why this story is popular. Right. Because of the video. And it's mainly because of her strange behavior, you know, that you can see while, while, she, while it's recording. Sure. So, at the start of the video, Lisa enters the elevator wearing a red zip-up hoodie, gray t-shirt with black shorts and sandals. She enters the elevator from the left and goes to the control panel and pushes a ton of buttons and then steps back into the corner, which that would be the the right-hand corner, right? If you're looking out. Yeah, if you're so looking she from, back, yeah, the back right. Yeah, so she backs into the right-hand corner. And then after a few seconds... And when she backs into the corner, like she backs in like against the wall. Right. Yeah. Like, she, like this is like she's like flat against the wall, almost like she's trying to like hide herself. Right. And then when the door doesn't close, she steps forward and sticks her head out both ways real quick. Yep. Like quickly, like looks her, like peeks out and yeah. looks both ways, almost like you're expecting to see someone. Right. And pulls herself back in real quick. Yeah. Yep. And then she backs up to the wall, then moves to the corner and then goes to the control panel again. And the whole time the elevator door just stays open. Which is strange. Yeah. It's really weird how the elevator stays open for the whole video. The whole time, yeah. So then she goes out of the elevator and kind of steps to the left a little bit. And you can't see her fully in the frame, but you can see her right hand go up like it's like she's touching her head. And then she turns to re-enter the elevator and puts both of her hands on the sides of the doors. And then she goes back to the control panel, pushes more buttons, and then goes back to the wall that she had come from. Like goes back towards the left where she came from, mm-hmm. puts her hands over her ears briefly, and then walks back to the section she'd been standing at before, and then and the elevator doors remain open. Just very odd, random, weird. Yeah, motion. And kind of the way she moves is just strange. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, she like takes a couple steps forward, like two steps, yeah. then takes them side. Like she's not strange movements. Yeah. So while while she's outside the elevator. She turns to her right and begins like rubbing her forearms together and then her hands wave out to her sides with her palms flat and her fingers outstretched while like kind of like it almost looks like she's rocking forward a little bit. And that's all seen through the elevator doors because I stayed open the whole time. And this is the creepiest part of the video to me because her movements are very odd. They almost look like she's like gesturing to someone or talking to someone. So, one, that's creepy because who would she be talking to? Two, if she's not talking to someone, what is she doing? Because she's making very weird, very deliberate right. movements that it that is just very odd. Yes. It's the creepiest part of the video. When I watched it, when I watched it again, it almost looked like like if someone was blindfolded trying to feel for something. That's exactly what it was like, like how she was like she's, she's waving her hands in front of her like she's trying to feel for something in the in the dark. Right. And but then like like flipping her wrists over and very, making very weird mm. movements, almost like dancing in slow motion, kind of. Yeah. I mean, like a Lane Bennis Seinfeld type terrible dancing, <laughs> but dancing. Um, and again, if she was talking with someone or joking with someone, it would make a lot more sense. Right. But what is she doing? 
you know, yeah. if, if she's not talking to someone, then it's just extremely yeah. odd behavior. If only there was a security camera in the hallway if only. to put it all together. We're near Skid Row, Dave. There's no. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, and as she's outside, you can see her just leave towards the left, towards the way she came. And then the elevator door finally closes. It's and several seconds later. Like, she walks out of frame, yeah. just takes off. And then several seconds later, the elevator doors cl- finally close, and then right. it just moves on. Yeah. It's weird how it stayed open for so long, and then it's just creepy how once she's finally gone, they just close. Yeah. It is spooky. Yeah. Right. And we need to note that there's, what, a minute missing from the tape itself? Yeah, it looks like... Uh, well, that's the weird thing, too, is the bottom where it's showing the time is so pixel. It's so pixelated. pixelated. You can't even really tell, but you can see it kind of jump, like... Jump forward a minute, like someone cut a minute and I- out. That's what they said. It looked like a minute was cut before it was given to police. Yeah. Now, why couldn't police go and get the rest of it? Or did they just say it was damaged? Who knows? Yeah. Um, Some people have, I think I saw speculated that maybe they just edited it to take out some innocent bystander who might have walked by in the elevator. Or were they trying to protect somebody and cut it out? That's still pertinent. Well, but maybe the police thought it not pertinent if someone walked by. I don't know. There's not a whole lot that's known about why it was cut. Well, but... They released a video before any, you know, they had even knew what happened to her. So I would think it would be pertinent at that point. Yeah. Wouldn't you think that they'd be like, hey, there's this person also in the frame. We want to talk to this person. Yeah, if they're putting it out to the public. Absolutely. If the police saw that, but maybe the hotel said, oh, this minute got cut. It's damaged. This is all we have. Oh, you think? All right. And maybe maybe they were protecting something. Yeah, maybe. So as the video went viral, there's tons of theories popping up online. I think when I was reading the statistics on it, it shot from it shot into the millions of views like basically overnight. The like how how quickly so this video went viral. Right. It's a creepy video. Yeah. The, one of the main theories is that she was trying to get the elevator to move to escape someone that was trying to attack her or harass her or whatever. Her. Yeah. Some people said that she might be under the influence of drugs like ecstasy or mm-hmm. like a party drug or something. Uh, and then when her bipolar disorder became known to the public, that was kind of became a common theory that she was having some type of some type of a psychotic episode. But like those were the more reasonable ones. But there's a ton of paranormal theories out there with the main one being the the Korean uh, creepypasta elevator game. Which I had never heard of until this Elisa Lamb story. The yeah. elevator action game, the great video game from the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not familiar with that uh, one. That's great. <laughs> Where you're a spy and you're going up in the elevators killing people. That sounds fun. It's fantastic. Yeah. I probably would have played that. So, so you, you want me to, you you to read gonna, this? You're going to read the... So here's the rules to the... This is Korean, you said? The yeah, Korean. I think where's it say somewhere in there it says like oh no this one I just put the rules there's there's a, a a little bit of a story leading up to it that somebody had found this in somewhere in South Korea or North Korea yeah I was gonna something. ask where this came from yeah like they found I don't know they they found it somehow through like mm. a Korean website or something okay. like that yeah so do it in your most spooky voice oh I don't know if I can do all that <laughs> um. Before we get into this, I don't think any of us actually believe this. This is just one of the theories that's out there. That I would like to try they, it. I, I mean, like we said before, you're going to piss somebody off trying to <laughs> fuck around with an elevator like this and hijack it for the night. People just trying to get up to their rooms. So to play this game, you need at least one person, but can be played with more. A public building with at least 10 floors and an elevator. To start the game, players need to enter the elevator. Press the fourth floor. Do not proceed if someone enters the elevator 
or one of the players leaves the elevator. If someone does that, start from the beginning. I don't think you got to read that every time. It kind of <laughs> okay. <laughs> just... It does repeat, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. Then you press the second floor. Do the same thing. Do the same thing. Then you press the sixth floor. Then you go back to the second floor. Then you go to the tenth floor. Then you go to the fifth floor. If a woman enters the elevator at the fifth floor, do not look at her. Do not speak and don't talk to her. The woman is not a human. If you do, she will decide to keep you for her own. I think like the ring girl. Yeah, that's how I picture it too. Exactly. At this point, press the first floor. Again, do not proceed if someone enters the elevator or if someone leaves. You must start over. When you press the first floor, the elevator will either ascend or descend. If the elevator reaches the first floor, leave and do not look back. If the elevator reaches the 10th floor, leave and do not respond to the woman if she asks, where are you going or what's wrong? Her voice will be high when she asks this. You are in the other world. If you're alone, you're in the other world and electronics will not work in this world. The other world is identical to our world, but the two differences you will see are all the lights will be off and the only thing you will be able to see from the windows is a red cross in the distance. And Olivia Wilde has five Best Actress Oscars. <laughs> only in this world. <laughs> so what are you supposed to do in the other world if you make it there? That's mm-hmm. I don't understand just why you do this. Why out. would you, first of all, hijack a damn elevator while people are waiting, trying to, to just go live their lives? Yeah. I think of um, is it Hellraiser 2. When they're like in that other dimension and the mm. the thing's spinning. I'm trying to think of the spinning part. The the fucking thing, the box. What's it called? Oh yeah, and it turns into a diamond. There's like this fucking yeah. light coming out of it. It's like a whole different forever. dimension. Okay, okay. That's why I think of like you just okay. step out of an elevator into this fucking right. Yeah, pinheads there. Creepy ass dimension. Shooting uh, hooks into you. <laughs> So a couple tips then for this game, should you find yourself in the other world. Getting back to your own world may be more difficult than it seems. You may become disoriented and forget which elevator in which you arrived. The elevator may seem to get further and further away from you as you walk towards it. Be vigilant, vigilant, and keep your wits about you. What did I say? I don't know. Vigilant. The village idiot. Be vigilant. Be vigilant. Be vigilant and keep your wits about you. If at any point during the ritual you faint, pass out, or otherwise lose consciousness, you will likely wake up in your own home with your genitals touched. However, be sure to carefully examine your surroundings upon waking. The home to which you have been returned may not be the one you left when you first set out to attend. You might be the other world, even if you're in your home. Yeah, would don't pass out and don't get diddled. I like how some of this is in all caps and. Don't look at her. Like you're supposed to scream this. (laughs) You also shouldn't try this too many times because it makes you susceptible to accidentally slipping through the worlds. (laughs) Then you're real fucked up. Yeah. Well, that sounds like a really. So that's the elevator game that they think she might have been playing. Uh, I don't see that, Uh, uh, especially because the elevator didn't move. She got stopped at the like she was stuck on number one. Yeah, she was stuck on one floor and she left the elevator. Clearly, you're not supposed to leave the elevator. (laughs) The creepy pasta website I found that on. The comment section was hilarious with people talking about wanting to try it. There's just some real nonsense. I'm not gonna lie, I would absolutely laugh and do it and joke about it, but I'd be a little bit nervous as I was doing it. (laughs) It's like looking in the mirror and saying Bloody Mary three times or whatever. (laughs) 
But we would get someone that looks like the ring girl to come in the elevator with you. Like, remember when the the new ring movie was out and they had the the, the promo they were cutting in the in like a Best Buy store? Oh, and then like someone and then the girl ca- crawled yeah. out of the yeah. TV. Yeah. That's what we would do to you. That's the way to do it. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, obviously that's not that's not an accurate theory. <laughs> <laughs> Says you. Um, during the search for Elisa, guests at the Cecil started complaining about how the um, like low water pressure while they were showering and stuff. And then some also started to complain that the water would briefly turn black before and then it would like clear out when you left it running for a while. And it had like a weird sweet taste. Ugh. And then on the morning of February 19th, Elisa's body was found in one of the four 1,000 gallon water tanks on the rooftop of the Cecil. Oh, After the, people have been bathing and drinking this water, the stuff these people ingest. Yeah, oh, not not great. No. I saw that their um, the lawyer was talking about like how much like cleaning like it sounded like basically bleach would be in the in the water that it wouldn't affect them. I'm like that doesn't really, really? sound much better when you're <laughs> someone ingesting <laughs> water filled with bleach. Well, sounds better than this. Yeah. Yeah, those tanks provided water to the to guests' rooms, uh, the kitchen, and a coffee shop that they had there. <laughs> so, but it probably just like, oh, this tastes like Starbucks. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, the they had to cut the tank open and drain it since the maintenance hatch was too small for them to really get in there and and be able to remove her body. Hmm. Interesting. February twenty first. Uh, the Los Angeles coroner's office issued the cause of death as being accidental drowning with her bipolar disorder being a significant factor. The coroner's full report was released that June, and it stated that Elisa's body had been found naked with the clothing that she was wearing in the elevator video found floating in the water. Her clothes were also coated in a sand-like particulate, which I don't really know what that means. Hmm. Yeah, what is that? Does that just mean they were like sandy? I don't know. It was quoted in her thing. I just included it because it sounded weird. Or maybe like she was rolled up in something that rubbed off on her. and That's interesting. Yeah. And then her watch and her room key were also in the tank with her. It's very odd that she was naked. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Unless she was having some kind of episode and did it herself. Yeah. But again, I think there, I mean, there's some issues, I think, that speak against her doing that. We can get to in a minute. Yeah, I mean, and you just kind of alluded to it. It determined how she died, but it didn't really give an explanation as to how she got into the tank in the first place. The doors and stairs that access the hotel's roof are locked, with only the staff having passcodes and keys to get up there. And any attempts to force open the doors would, I guess, supposedly they had alarm systems set up to to trigger an alarm if right. you try to go out there. But there is a fire escape on the side that would allow somebody to bypass all those alarms and stuff, and you you could still get up there on your own. Do you think she would have accidentally found that, though? Uh, who knows? There was a video made by a Chinese, a Chinese guy after her death, and he posted online that showed that there was an easy way to get up there from the fire escape. And that two of the lids of the tanks were actually open from oh. the Google image. But when they thing. found her, the, the tanks were closed. Yeah, I have a theory on that. that What's that? Do you want to get to it now? Well, whenever. We can wait. Apart from the question as to how she got in the roof, people were curious about how she even just got into the tank herself. All four of the tanks are four foot 
four by eight foot cylinders propped up on a concrete block and there's no way to really access them without using a ladder you know so like there were mm-hmm. no stairs to go up or anything right she would have had to somehow climb up that that slab right yeah. right so and they they're they have the lids that are on top of them the small lids are really heavy and it'd be really tough to get in there and then close it yourself right I mean, that's basically impossible she's a little girl yeah the police dogs that searched through the hotel for Elisa and even on the roof shortly after her disappearance didn't find any trace of her, but they didn't search. It's reported that they didn't search near the water tanks. So that's kind of, I don't that's. You would think you would search everything. Yeah. That's, that's kind of odd. I mean, it seems unlikely she was able to do this herself, right? That's kind of what I lean towards. Do all this, get up in there, close the lid. I mean, I, it, it seems like dropping her in there is probably a pretty good way for someone to especially decompose a body and kind of remove any remove DNA evidence. evidence. Especially because I, I feel like the, these water tanks were pretty full. So not only would she have to be strong enough to close a lid, she would be floating in water. Like you're not going to get much support. You're not going to be able to plant your feet and close something. Yeah. You're floating. Yeah, exactly. In water and closing a heavy lid. So my theory about the lid, because I do think that she did this herself Mm -hmm. on accident. My theory on the lid is, is that like maybe the day after or something, a hotel worker came up there and was doing stuff. It was like, oh, fuck, somebody left the lid open and climbed up there and just shut it. But then did no one say that? Like, wouldn't the worker have said, oh, hey, I shut the lid that night. Like you would would think that would would come up in an investigation. Like if you didn't know that a work that she was in there and you were like, oh yeah, I start I worked Tuesday morning and I came up there and saw it was open. I closed it. Maybe not. Maybe they I didn't mean, want to think that they would be a suspect for something. I don't know. Or they were an illegal, or you know, who knows? Yeah, something. That just seems to me. I mean, it seems it seems like that could be very well possible. But I feel like if that was me, I would have been like, oh yeah, that I shut that because I would I would want if it was a murder case I would want them to solve it I wouldn't want well them, yeah I wouldn't want to have that on my conscience that I didn't give up that information that I closed it well you never know like you said it could be an illegal immigrant. look I mean it's not the greatest place I'm sure the people that work there are not you know well we don't not know. to cast dispersions we don't, dispersions know. We don't anyone, know. I mean the clientele this thing there's not you know top notch so. <laughs> right I just feel like if someone would have closed the lid that would have come out like they probably would have asked some hotel staff did you close the lid because if you say no then now you're a conspiracy to this crime i don't i don't maybe they maybe they're okay with that i don't know i don't know that's just my theory on how it would have gotten closed once mm-hmm. she was in i mean there. that's not that unlikely that's that's not right there's worse theories out there <laughs> much worse theories so her autopsy report is question two um it does it doesn't give the results for a rape kit and a fingernail kit that were taken and it doesn't even say if they were actually even processed. It also talks about pooling of blood around her anal area, which some people say is a sign of sexual abuse. But then there's pathologists on, on record saying that it could have resulted from her bloating Just, in, it, yeah. from being in water. Sure. And and I think, I don't know if we touched on this, some people had thought maybe it was drug use, but to- toxicology reports came back that she was clean for the most part, right? Yeah, so the, toxo- the toxicology things that I could find, as far as her bipolar medication was concerned, she took the, um, it showed that she would have taken the Wellbutrin and the effects or that day, which those are both the antidepressants, but there wasn't enough Lamictal or Seroquel in her system to, to like, 
really say that she took it to that substantiate day. that she yeah. been taking them. So she might have been off some of her meds, right? Which and could explain an episode or some of the behaviors. Yeah, and I, there was there's debate on like the pill count, the, like the pills that she had on her versus when she got them prescribed. But literally, nothing with the story has a definitive answer. No, everything is shady. And she was floating in water for three weeks. I mean, does that affect the accuracy of these tests? That's a good question. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, certainly they had to be degraded, right? I would imagine so. You would think to some degree. Yeah. Um, this is where her Tumblr blog from earlier gets tied in. Since her death, her blog was updated, and chances are she queued it, which you can, I guess, you can put a queue in with Tumblr, and it'll just automatically post. Okay. When you want it to. But that that obviously is going to spark some oh, form posting of cons- after your death. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's creepy because her phone wasn't found with her or in her hotel room. I had it had been missing for a while from what I remember reading. Her oh, phone. was it? Yeah. For at least a few days mm-hmm. or um, I thought that's what I had read that it was a few days. Right. She had been missing her phone. I have my Twitter program on the day after my death to post all kinds of nasty stuff about people. that I was always <laughs> your actual thoughts yes. about that. 100 <laughs> percent. But so. it doesn't have a date. It just knows once you're dead, crowd to post. 24 hours post. Correct. Awesome. I can't tell you how the logic works behind it, but <laughs> safe to say it's going to happen. But it's around the same logic as uh, <laughs> remote viewing. Correct. <laughs> and Olivia Wilde will be getting a tweet. <laughs> and her, her nudes will be posted on your account. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, that's, that's the gist of... That's at least a lamb. Story, I guess really? what makes it creepy is just her movements and everything in the elevator. I mean, if the elevator tape didn't exist, I don't think we would even. This would just heard. be another sad yeah. story of a, a missing person that it's was only, dead. Yeah, it's only the, creepy because of the video. The elevator, the elevator video makes it creepy, and then on top of that, there's just so many unknowns that it just lets your imagination run wild based on right. one video of her acting a little bit mm-hmm. odd. Yeah, and I mean. Seroquel is a pretty heavy duty antipsychotic, mm-hmm. and from the and even if the toxicology report I read was even accurate, I think it said like twenty five milligrams, which that's not that's not a lot. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can go way up from there on that, but uh, but again, twenty five milligrams after weeks <clears throat> of sitting in water. Yeah, I mean, who knows? I but I mean, if she was if she could wasn't she have, taking it, could she? So the Seroquel was one she wasn't taking, supposedly. Oh, okay. So, but I mean, if she wasn't taking that. I mean, Could she had OD'd on the other two? And maybe that yeah. that put her like just in a different mindset and to act a little bit different? I don't know. I don't and know. That's, the, that's the other thing, too, that's interesting that I didn't even think of until you said that, is how long had she been on that concoction? You know what I mean? Has that, four meds. Right. Like, has mm-hmm. that been something that kept her stable for a year or two? Or was that something new that she started before she left town? And right. it, didn't, it wasn't really Working. known how all that worked together because... Could she have mixed it with alcohol and that had some bad effects? There was a little bit of alcohol in her system, too. Again, three weeks later. Right. I don't know if that's going to affect some scientists out there is telling us how freaking stupid we are. <laughs> saying nothing. Her sitting in water has nothing to do with it. Right. But I don't know. There's just so many unknowns of the story that mixed with the video makes it pretty creepy. Yeah. Her movements are really bizarre. Yeah. Look, it, 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 well, go ahead. Well, I, I don't even... If it wasn't for the the weird hand movements, yeah, exactly. You would right. think she was a paranoid, just being paranoid. Like, have you would think more along the lines of that. Someone was following her. Or yeah, something. They, yeah, whether it was real or not, whatever, because you can't see. But then she goes. You would think if someone was coming in, coming after her, she wouldn't go out and start doing those weird. 
Yeah. Like swimming. If the elevator wasn't moving, you would get the fuck out of there. You wouldn't go back in well, the elevator. Well, that's what, you know, was part of, was she just being frustrated that the elevator wasn't working? And that and that mixed with whatever odd, maybe she was a little bit buzzed that night. Maybe she's not used to drinking, so she had weird movements. And that mixed with frustration. That's why she was kind of acting. Yeah, maybe we saw sure. it as scared. Maybe she was just annoyed the yeah. elevator wasn't freaking working. Yeah. I don't know, but it's just all creepy. Yeah, I mean, I don't even know what Seroquel and alcohol would do to you because Seroquel in jails and shit, they hoard that shit and sell it as like right. a, a replacement for heroin. Hmm. It makes you real like zombie-like. So who knows? I don't know and what like, that would again, do. But again, no report. We don't know. Was she, she, we don't know if she was at the hotel bar. No one came forth and said anything. We don't know. Maybe she had booze in her room. Yeah. I don't know. We're speculating, but. It's just a sad story. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well. Happy ending. Not. <laughs> Check um, the video out and uh, let us know what you think. Yeah, I'll probably post the video here for this for this episode. So we'll have to just find the uh, version to post on Instagram too. Yeah. Let people check it out. But the full version you can find on YouTube and just about anywhere. I think it's about four or four and a half minutes long. Um, yeah, it was, it's like the last like, minute and a half or two minutes or just the elevator. Like the last by, minute or so. Yeah, maybe. yeah going by itself. Closes. Yeah, something like that. All right. Anything else on Elisa Lamb? Ian, you got anything? Nope. Dave, you got anything? No, sir. All right. Thanks for listening. We'll see you guys Sunday. Cheers.